Welcome to Living a Sustainable Faith, and I'm Krista. This is where I want to encourage you to grow in your faith by being in God's Word. Why? So that your soul can become alive. And I do this through what I call talkables, short, encouraging talks, and then there is a printable attached for you to be able to print off and take with you to continue to be encouraged by God's Word. This month's focus has been all about faith. A couple weeks ago, I sent out an email and encouraged you ladies to make a cup of faith. I gave you a printable with 30 verses that you could fold up and put in your favorite mug and then every day pick out a verse to read and to start digging into God's word to see what he has to say about faith. And this summer, I don't know about you, but I have had a great time making the cups. We first did in in June a cup of joy, and then in July we did a cup of peace. And along with a cup of peace, we um, living a sustainable faith made a mug that had peace on it from one of the um, hand lettered printables that you received, and you could also purchase a cup of peace. And those are still for sale, and they're great gifts. I've been getting some great feedback of how fun they are to give as a gift because you get the mug and the verses and a little clip to be able to um, clip all the verses with, and it's all in one package ready to either for someone who orders it to have a cup of peace or to be able to give someone that you think would just be encouraged to be able to be in God's Word and read about peace. And so I decided with August being the last full month of summer before school starts, fall starts coming upon us to do one more cup. And this month was a cup of faith. And I hope you ladies have been enjoying it. I want to read to you a couple verses that have just been, um, as I've picked them out, have been great for me this month. Let me read them to you. Here's my um, faith verses for those of you who are um, watching my video versus my podcast. And this is the clip that I use. And I just, it's a little magnet clip. And I stick on my little magnet board as I um, pick the verses out of my cup. And so let me read to you a couple that have just been great. And I put them on top. 1 Corinthians 16, 13 through 14. Watch, stand fast in the faith. Be brave. Be strong. Let all that you do be done with love. I love that verse. It just calls us to action, to watch, stand fast in the faith. Take it up and stand there and be brave and be strong as you go throughout your day. I love that verse. And then another verse that I picked that I really liked, and this is also in my um, talk today, is Ephesians 6, 16. And this is the, uh, the uh, section that talks about the armor of God. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Isn't that awesome? We can have our faith and we can keep it with us, take it up so that when the doubts come, we can ward them off with our faith. I love that verse. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that verse later on. Ladies, I just want to encourage you, if you haven't made your cup of faith for this month, it's not too late. Go ahead and go to my last blog and you will find the printable and print it off cut out your verses and make a cup of faith and this is a mug I just happen to have that says faith on it 
I love that. And so anyway, there are the rest of my verses for the month. I want to encourage you. Make your cup of faith. Dig into God's word. Okay, so for today, let's continue to talk about faith. And there's three questions that I want to answer today. The first one, just so we're all on the same page, what's the definition of faith? Let's look at that. And number two, why put our faith in God? Why? Why should we put our faith in God? Let's look at that and let's answer that question. And number three, how can we sustain our faith? in God? Those are the three questions that I want to look at in the next few minutes that follow. Okay, question number one. What's the definition of faith? I looked it up online, vocabulary.com, to get the definition of faith. Here's what they said is the definition of faith. Complete confidence in a person or plan. It's loyalty or allegiance to a cause or a person. It's commitment, dedication, loyalty, truth, belief, the act of binding yourself intellectually or emotionally to a course of action. That's the definition of faith. And then secondly, a sub-definition is a strong belief in a supernatural power or powers that control human destiny. So there's the definition of faith, and we are all now kind of on the same page with what faith means by definition. Let's go on and now let's answer the question, why put our faith in God? Let me tell you a little story first. When I was in grade school, I um, was told by my mom on a particular day, and I don't remember there being a total reason why, but she was going to pick me up from school. And I thought that this was awesome. This to me was special because typically I had to ride the bus and I didn't care to ride the bus all that much. I was shy. I was kind of timid. So to get on the bus, have to find a seat. None of my friends rode my bus. So I had to sit by somebody and typically I was the last per the last stop. And so when I got on the bus in the mornings in particular, there was no place to sit. And so it just, I just getting on the bus and doing, I, I didn't care for it. So for my mom to tell me she was going to pick me up, this was going to be a good day. I remember at the end of the day, I was all excited. I got my stuff um, when school was let out. And let me explain to you just a, a little bit of the setting in front of our school. Our school was, um, you, our school was placed on a hill and you went down this long road to me when I was a child it was a long road and at the end of it you'd come up on top of the hill and there our grade school would sit and you would come up on the hill and then there was a big old circle drive and that's where the buses and the parents would come to pick the kids up and then scattered around were the parking spots for the teachers and the um, anyone who was working at the school or had to um, come to school and stay for a while and then in the back of the circle behind the circle was our school so I came out to the circle and I stood there and I was just waiting for my mom. And I was so excited because you know what? I was going to get home earlier than I typically was because I wasn't riding the bus. And then I could be home. I could do my stuff. I could play. I could relax. I was done with school. And being so shy, I love being at home. So I remember I'm standing there and my friends pass me. They get on the bus. I even had a couple of teachers ask me if they need if I needed help. And I said, oh, no, my mom's going to pick me up. And they're like, that's fine. So I'd stand there. And I noticed as everyone's getting on the bus, 
you know, I, I figured my mom couldn't see me because the buses were all kind of lined up in that circle. So I walked around to the end of the circle and waited for my mom. And the buses started leaving. They went around the rest of the circle and then they passed by me to go down the hill and my mom saw and picked me up. My friends waved and I waved back and all of a sudden the parking lot, the circle was empty and my mom still wasn't there. But you know what? I didn't panic because I trusted my mom. My mom told me she was going to come and all growing up what my mom told me she would do. She was trustworthy. I trusted her. I believed she would come. And so I just stand, I stood there for a little while longer and I noticed that teachers were starting to get in their car and drive away. And I'm like, this has been a while. I wonder if something happened to my mom. I wasn't worried necessarily, but I just thought, I wonder if something happened. But you know what? I trusted her. I believed she would come. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to go walk back around the circle and I'm going to go sit down and wait for my mom. I didn't feel like I needed to call my mom or or um, go to the the teachers and, and you know be all panicky. I, I knew my mom would come. So I started walking around the circle and teachers were kind of leaving. So it was probably about 20, 30 minutes after school was let out. And as I'm walking around the circle, I went, I'm gonna look just one more time. And I looked behind my, behind my shoulder and there was my mom. She was coming up the road and I saw our car come up and start to come around the circle. Let me tell you, I have never been so excited to see that yellow Ford LTD Woodside Paneling Station Wagon in all my life. I was so excited my mom came. And you know what? I trusted her. I believed she would come because she was trustworthy and I had faith. I didn't freak out. I waited for her and she came. You know, when I was a child, I didn't think of all those words. I didn't think of trust and believe and faith, but that's really what I had. And I knew my mom would come. Just like in my story that I had faith that my mom would come, she would pick me up. We can put our faith in God and what he says through his word. And he's proven himself to be trustworthy. We can trust in the Lord because of what we've read in the word. Let me give you an example of this. Let's look at Hebrews. I'm going to look at Hebrews chapter 11. You know, a long time ago when I uh, went to Hebrews chapter 11, I was talking to my husband about it and he said, oh, that's the hall of faith. So let's look at Hebrews chapter 11, the hall of faith. Paul is writing to the Hebrews and reminding them of individuals that they knew about, that they had read about and heard about in the past who had been faithful to God and to God's promises. The first example I want to look at is Noah. So Hebrews eleven seven says, By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world. By Noah obeying God and God's promise, the world was going to end. And God and all the violence and everything that God couldn't handle anymore. And Noah became the heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. So Noah trusted 
what God told him. And then he believed it and he carried forth in faith and did what God wanted him to do. Let's turn to Genesis 6.13 and read part of the account of Noah's story. Noah's story. It says, And God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me. The earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark. Go, and then if we skip to verse 18, But I will establish my covenant with you, with your sons and your wife and your sons' wives with you. And through that story, we know God promised to save Noah and his family. And what did God do? He saved Noah and his family. Noah trusted what God told him, even though in his day that did not seem logical that he should go build an ark, but he did. Because God said, I'm going to destroy this earth and you need to build an ark and I'm going to save your family. And we know from the rest of the story, that's exactly what God did. He saved Noah's family and the world was destroyed. And then Noah and his family started afresh and anew. God can be trusted. His word shows it. He is trustworthy. And if you continue to read in um, Hebrews chapter 11, you're going to read many other more accounts of God telling individuals such as Abraham, Sarah, Enoch, telling them what they needed to do. They believed him. They trusted God and God was faithful with his promises. God is trustworthy. In his word, we can see that God has proved to be trustworthy. We can therefore put our trust in God and what he says to be true. So why put our faith in God? Because we know we can trust him. He's trustworthy. And since we can trust him, just like in my story, I could trust my mom, we can then believe we can believe what God says. We can believe how he tells us to live in his word. We can believe when God calls us to go somewhere and to do something that we should do it because we know what he says is true. And then we can have faith and carry that out in our lives every day. So we've looked at the definition of faith. We've looked at why we can put our faith in God. And number three, how can we sustain our faith in God? In my first email, I talked about something that I had read um, in the um, Bible study that I'm just doing myself by Priscilla Shire, The Armor of God. And she told a story about a woman who was in her Bible study. And let me read a little bit about that because what Priscilla Shire was told, and then she told in her study so that um, about faith was so eye-opening for me it just like um, kind of completed my understanding of faith and put a new light on faith so let me read a little bit from Priscilla Shire's um, book and her study the armor of God okay here we go I'd watched her for a while carefully steadily this woman from my Bible study was different. Usual, unusual somehow, radiating with the power of God. 
overwhelmed with his joy and consumed with his peace. Isn't that fun? We've already looked at joy and peace. Not just occasionally, always. Through the testimonies she shared with us, it was clear that she heard God's voice regularly and clearly. Her interaction with him was ongoing and relational. The word was alive to her because God was alive to her. And Priscilla Shire continues to talk how she took this woman out to lunch so she could talk with her and, and, and ask her why did she have such um, a walk with the Lord that was alive and she um, had testimonies of what God was doing and how God was working in her life and then therefore working in other people's lives. And you know what this woman said? Are you ready? It's pretty simple, but so true. Priscilla was told from the lady is what made the difference for her is when she realized that faith is an action. When I read that, it just kind of made my wheels in my, in my mind start turning. Faith is an action. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. We trust God in his word, because he's trustworthy. We believe it. And then we walk out our faith. We have faith. We then therefore can go and do what God wants us to do. That was so revolutionary for me. So again, faith is an action. And in Ephesians 6.16, in talking about the armor of God, it says, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. We have to take our faith. We use it as a shield as we're walking along. And you know what, ladies? It's harder to hit a moving target, isn't it? When we are walking out our faith, faith is an action, and we're doing what the Lord wants us to do. We are firmly rooted. So when those doubts come, we have our faith, our shield. It's going to protect us because we know. We know what's true. We believe it, and we're now carrying it out in our lives. That was so revolutionary to me. I want to read one more little section about what this lady said to Priscilla Shire during their talk at lunch. She told me, Priscilla said, as far as she could tell, what separated her experience with God from so many others was that she was willing and committed to transfer her beliefs to active faith, acting on the promises and directives of God, not just talking about them. It certainly wasn't always easy, but over time, she learned to trust God enough to move forward at his word, resulting in an amazing adventure with the Lord that was truly one for the records. Her active faith accessed the promises of God and kept the enemy's arrows from successfully hindering her from experiencing abundant living. Do you want to have abundant living? I want to have abundant living. And it seems the key to abundant living is having active faith, not just talking about our faith. I believe in God. I have faith. No, we act it out. We carry it forth in our daily daily happenings. And then 
we will have abundant living. That's awesome. So, how can we sustain our faith in God? One, by reading his word, being in his word, knowing what he says, and when we read and we are directed to do something, number two, we have active faith. We carry it out. Ladies, in summary, faith, by definition, is having confidence in a person or plan, allegiance, commitment, trust, belief, and it is the act of binding oneself to a course of action intellectually and emotionally. We want to take that trust that we have, the belief that we have in God, because he is trustworthy, and we want to have active faith. We want to have a course of action. And that was the definition of faith. Two, why do we put our faith in God? Because he is trustworthy. And whenever we're doubtful of that, whenever the doubts come or we're not sure, go back to the word, read it because he is trustworthy. Go to Hebrews chapter 11, read about all of those who have come before us and who were faithful and who then God was faithful to fulfill his promises. And number three, how do we sustain our, our faith? By being in his word consistently so that we are guided and we know how to live. And two, that we take action. Our faith is full of action. I want to encourage you ladies, especially in these days, I think it is so important for us to be able to have active faith. Not just be women who talk about faith, but be women who actively walk it out. And the woman who talked with Priscilla Shire, this was her last quote that Priscilla wrote. She told Priscilla, Priscilla, be a woman of faith. Not just a woman who talks about faith. And when you are, you'll never regret it. So ladies, I want to encourage you, have active faith. Be in his word and carry it out. And as that woman says, and as Priscilla Shire says, you'll have abundant living. And your life will be well, and your soul will be well. Let me leave you with a verse. If we continue on reading in Hebrews, and we go to chapter 12, verse 1, this is what Paul says. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, we had just read in chapter 11 about all those who are faithful who have gone before us. He says, let us lay aside every weight which so easily entangles and let us run with endurance and perseverance the race set out for us, looking to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Look to Jesus. He's our savior. God is faithful. We read it in his word. We can trust him. He's trustworthy. We can believe in God's word because he is trustworthy. And then we can have faith and we can actively step it out. Ladies, let's be women of faith and not just talk about faith. So I want to encourage you, make your cup of faith. Continue to be in his word throughout the month. And next month, 
I'm going to come back and I want to talk with you about prayer. So September is going to be focusing on prayer. If you have read a verse about faith that has hit you or has made an impact or that you really like, I'd love for you to put it in the comments. It's always so encouraging to hear how God is working in each other's lives. It's edifying and God wants us to edify each other, build each other up in his word so that we all can grow and learn. And what one person is learning may be something very important for another person. So I want to encourage you, put a verse in the comments and share with us how God is working in your life. I want to also remind you, if you um, are not on my email list to get notification when we have talkables and when printables are ready and um, when we have announcements, I want to encourage you please sign up for my email. And if you know of a lady who you think would be encouraged with the word, share with her livingasustainablefaith.com and encourage her to sign up as well so she can be encouraged by God's word. I want to thank you ladies so much for joining me today. May you have a great rest of the month digging into God's word and continuing to see what he says about faith. And I will catch you in September to start talking about prayer. And just as a little aside, if you continue to read in Ephesians 6 about the armor of God, one of the most important things after we have our whole armor on is that we need to be in prayer. So ladies, let's get ready. Let's get ready to to focus on prayer and make it a permanent part of what we do when we come to the Lord with our daily time. Thank you ladies again for joining me. Have a great week. I'm Krista with Living a Sustainable Faith.